I was in a college class my freshman year, and the professor posed a very, very simple question to all of us. What is freedom? There were so many answers. Freedom from slavery. There was freedom to bear arms and have guns. There was freedom to do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. People answered that there was freedom in our country to just sit around and do nothing all day. We were free to do that. You know, that's a common phrase. Hey, hey man, it's a free country. You hear that a lot in movies and in real life. Hey, it's a free country. Do whatever you want. And when I left that class, I had more questions than I had answers. I was more confused than the beginning when the teacher asked the question, what is freedom? How would you define freedom? And that is a classic intro to philosophy, freshman year class, 18 years old, just poof, mind blown. And I experienced that. People were looking at each other. What is freedom? I don't know. What did your high school say? I don't know. What did your high school say? And everyone was kind of unable to answer this question. What is freedom? Then the next year, I was in a theology class, and a professor of theology asked the same question, what is freedom? And he gave a very simple answer. Freedom is the ability to choose to do good. And I was like, wow, that is such a kind of counterintuitive answer. Because in our country, this week is July 4th. This Tuesday, July 4th. Another year to ring in about freedom, independence from Great Britain. We are free in this country. We're the most free country and the most free society in the history of civilizations. We are free, America. You know, we're free. And we, we wear freedom on our, on our chests. You know, we have people, American flags, bald eagle, freedom. And people are like, that's America. You know, in America, we take freedom very, very seriously. But the difference between that philosophy class in my freshman year and that theology class in my sophomore year was that there's political freedom, there's societal freedom, there's kind of personal choice freedom, and, there's, and then there is what we in the Catholic Church call true freedom. So as July 4th is ringing in and we talk about freedom and we're blowing up fireworks and we're cooking burgers and hot dogs... That's an incredible celebration of the birthday of our country. But what about freedom? How can we truly be free? And I love all the trappings of July 4th and the celebrations in summertime. I love the celebration of this country and I love this country. But I love this idea of what real true freedom is. What does that mean? Because political freedom and freedom within politics, you know, that's, a, that's, that's, that's not super clear to me. But freedom in my life, that freedom to live in a society that's confusing, freedom in within a culture that, um, you know, doesn't build up our Christian faith. How do we actually exercise freedom in this world? The Catechism has a great quote, which I'm going to read right here, about freedom. It's a little heady, but we can break it down after. They say uh, in notes 1738, the notation Freedom is exercised in relationships between human beings. Every human person created in the image of God has the natural right to be recognized as a free and responsible being. All owe to each other the duty of respect. The right to exercise of freedom, especially in moral and religious matters, is an inalienable requirement of the dignity of the human person. This right must be recognized and protected by civil authority within the limits of the common good and public order, a.k.a. God made us, and we are free 
to love each other radically within our relationships. Even in societies that might oppress us, we are free to love each other and love God. That interpersonal relationship, that's what true freedom is. Free, true freedom is the choice that we can radically love each other and radically do good in a world that says, don't do good, it's pointless. Or the only thing that matters is political power. That is what true freedom is. True freedom is that we have the choices to make good in our lives. We can do good in our lives. We can actually still choose to do good because God is the one who made us, because we are the creations of God. We are not just citizens of our country. We are the creations of God. Therefore, we can choose to do good freely. We are free to do good and not only do good, but why are we free to do good? Because we are free from sin. The bondages of sin have been taken off our wrists. The shackles have been taken off our wrists. We are free from sin because Jesus paid that price. So when we think about the sin in our own life, we are free from that. We are free to stay away from that. Jesus has already paid that price. So we can freely choose to do good and, and be free from the price of sin. The great Dominican moral theologian, Servius Pinker says, we are called to the freedom for excellence. The freedom from sin is the freedom for excellence. And then the habitual act of striving for excellence, that's called virtue. So that's kind of like the everyday application of this. So, okay, we're free to choose God. We, you know, we're made by God and we're free to choose good. And what does that mean? How does that play out every day? Well, we're free to now be excellent. We're free from sin. We're free to choose God. We're free to choose good. And we choose good a lot. That's called virtue. And virtue is a key for living a great life. Everyone knows virtue leads to a better life, a good life. So freedom is a few steps away from virtue. If we wanna to get to virtue, the start of that, the concept of that, the beginning of that is freedom, that we are free to exist in this world with that. So I love that because, you know, a lot of times like these are great, like theolo there's great theological, um, you know, conversations and concepts, but I like to have stuff in my everyday. How can I kind of use it every day? So, okay, so being free, what does that mean? Well, it's very cool because being free is the first step of virtue, which I'm trying to gain more and more every day in my everyday life. Now you might be asking yourself, you might be asking me, Pete, but it's hard to feel free in this world. It's hard to feel free with political division, with media and social media just badgering my eyes and my mind and my spirit with nonsense and hopelessness and division and crime and, and fights and infighting. You might say, it's super hard to feel free. I can feel like a prisoner, not only to the media, to the world, to sin, but I can just feel like alone and isolated. Well, that's okay to have doubts. That's okay if you have doubts. That's okay if you maybe don't have this feeling of freedom. And that's why I also love that in our Catholic Church, July 4th, which is this American Independence, July 3rd, the day before, is the Feast of St. Thomas the Apostle. St. Thomas the Apostle is such a great apostle because he has such great faith and he was a martyr and he went and evangelized the Persian kingdom, but he's kind of known for being like the archetype doubter, you know, doubting Thomas. So, you know, this guy was a martyr, gave his life, and he's kind of known as like a person who doubted Jesus. Now, his witness is really incredible because he had moments of doubt, and we all have moments of doubt. And it's so incredible to see a saint 
and a martyr have extreme moments of doubt of saying, hey, you're all saying Jesus is risen from the dead. I don't see it. I don't see him. I need to put my hands in his wounds to know that he's really here. And so it, so St. Thomas's feast day being right before American Independence Day is such a great reminder that we can freely exist in the freedom to choose good. We can freely exist in this Christian life, even if we have doubts. So, you, so July 4th, Freedom, do good, choose good, rah, rah, let's do it. We're doing amazing. God is good. But maybe you have doubts. So, hey, the day before, that's the feast of the guy who doubted Jesus. Jesus was risen from the dead, who had to see it with his own eyes. Pope Benedict gave a, um, uh, like a sermon about 20 years ago, and he has some great meditations on why St. Thomas the Apostle is such a great witness for us. He says this, the Apostle Thomas's case is important for us to look at for three reasons, because it confronts us in our insecurity. Second, because it shows us that every doubt can lead to an outcome brighter than any uncertainty. And lastly, because the words of Jesus addressed to him remind us of the true meaning of mature faith and encourage us to persevere despite the difficulty along our journey in adhesion to him. So basically it's like, we all have those insecurities of doubting Jesus. We all have those insecurities in feeling free in this world. We all have those insecurities in knowing how to build virtue. But St. Thomas is a great model for that. And then secondly, that even in our doubts, that doesn't, that doesn't stop us from some living a great life. If you, feel, if you have doubts in Christ, that doesn't mean that you can't go then follow him and be a great servant of him. No, doubts is part of the journey. So let his example, the day before Independence Day, if you don't feel free, let St. Thomas's example of doubt be a witness for you. That you say, hey, I, I can doubt and follow Jesus and do great things. My doubt doesn't preclude me from, you know, doing great things. It actually means I can do great things and my faith can mature over time. And so I think that I love this kind of like comparison of like St. Thomas, the doubting saint who went on to do amazing things and gave his life for Jesus. And then Independence Day, our Freedom from Britain Day, um, living that out, you know, because doubting is such a human thing and then freedom is such a, um, you know, concept. And so how do we connect the two? So as we roll out of July 4th this week and we're grateful for our country's freedom here in America and maybe wherever you are, if you're seeing this in another country, you're grateful for your, free your country's freedom. Let's not forget that true freedom lies in Jesus and lives, lies in life with Christ. That's where true freedom is, that we can feel okay with the political strife, with all of the bad things in our life, because Christ is always there for us. Even if we doubt it, St. Thomas, July 3rd, we can still be free knowing that he loves us and we can live a good life, July 4th, freedom. See, doubting, freedom. Tying that all together, trying to tie that all together. So I hope you all had a great, um, you know, holiday. You enjoyed it. You cooked some burgers, went to a pool. I don't know, went to a lake, whatever you did. I love July 4th. It's such a great holiday. It's so fun to just have a nice middle of the summer. Everyone in America takes a pause and just has a cookout. I love July 4th. Thank you all for checking in. Thank you all for subscribing. Thank you all for watching this. I hope you all had a great weekend. Hope you all had a great 4th of July. I appreciate you checking in. Make sure you like, comment, reach out to me. Tell me any topics you want me to cover. Reach out to me. Tell me anything. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, y'all. Talk to y'all soon.